0: are the Padawan Transmissions. Hello, I'm
1: Tiffany. And I'm Sarah. And we're going to talk about Star Wars today. Woo! It sounds like, it sounds like a, not like we're talking about Star Wars, but it sounds like a publication of like, we're going to be talking about Star Wars today. The new news. Oh, yeah. Like the new newspaper or something, or like the new news publication
0: on the internet. The Warring Stars Times. Yeah. I like that. So welcome to episode five. We are going to continue our deep dive discussion (laughs) of episode one, The Phantom Menace.
1: It feels like it's never ending. It's going to never end. (laughs) This is the movie that never ends. It goes on and on and on. Oh, someone did correct us. I think I Uh, said in the last episode that they were nine years apart, Anakin and Padme. Sure. Um, But they're four,
0: someone said. I don't know. They certainly do not look four. But, But like, I mean, it is what it is. We cannot change this. No, I don't know. Um, I mean, we can certainly look it up. Let's look it up. Mm, So let's get started. Where did we leave off? Well, I'm really glad that you asked because it's everybody's favorite part of episode one, the pod race.
1: We were talking, um, yeah, so four or five, the internet's telling me four or five years between them. Anyways, um, We were talking before we, like, started recording. And because Tiffany goes, oh, wow, your section's, like, a lot smaller than mine. And I was like, well, majority of my, because, well, as you've seen, we're breaking this up into 30-minute increments. And then we'd start taking, like, 15 minutes just to kind of, like, really, like, kind of talk about what's happening throughout the film. Um, And majority of my 15 minutes today was uh, racing. There were some
0: pods. They were going, ooh, woo, woo, zoom, zoom. Can I be 100%? honest with you sure I'm really glad that I did not
1: have that section (laughs) I mean it really wasn't again it wasn't that bad I literally just was like all right well we see them racing there's some things that are happening um a lot of cheating well yeah I feel like we've known that Sbalba is a cheater anyways so
0: also Um, a pumpkin eater yeah so um (laughs) you're like yeah moving on
1: when I was a kid, and I don't know what system it was, so you'd have to ask my brothers you know, or Bridget, it might have been n sixty four again I could be totally lying, so let me know if i'm wrong um that we had a pod racing game that we used to play, and like those are the t- <laughs> Those are the kind of games that I like because I can actually like win them because it's just a racing game where there's other games where I'm not so good at like beating a Mario game. It came out on a lot of different systems. Well, I know we had an N64
0: for sure. Um, So there was one that is based off of episode one and it says (coughs) that so there's one that released on like Microsoft Windows. There's uh, one that was released on the 64, the Game Boy Color, on Mac, on Dreamcast, and then on Switch and PlayStation 4, and even Xbox One. So up until last year, 2020, there were some games coming out, mate. So you probably played it on the 64. I think so. Yeah. I Um, I remember this game on the 64. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I found something. Did I find that game, or it was another game that I found... Uh, recently. I don't remember. I don't even know where it is anymore. But (laughs) And someone in my family has an N64 that we could actually play. You guys do. We have two. (laughs) You never brought it over. Anyways, let's talk about the movie. (laughs) So whoosh. They're all off. You know, they're they're at the track. They're going to race their little pod racers. So everyone goes, except for Anakin, whose pod racer um, has stalled. And so like everybody starts laughing at him like the whole crowd does and like the announcer's Um, and so basically like while everyone else has gotten a good start, he's still there. And then there's like another being whose name is, I'm going to say this wrong, but, um, Quaternarros who also is having engine trouble, but, um, Anakin's finally able to get his started and then like off he goes. So he has obviously a lot of catching up to do if he's going to win this race, um, But, like, now that I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm, like, I wonder why, like, and if you know, like, what purpose was it to, like, show the other guy also having engine issues? Because then they cut back to him where they, um, it kind of, like, blows up, but, like, not in, like, a, it just kind of breaks apart kind of thing, and he goes flying. Anyway, so.
0: I don't know. Probably for, so, when we talked about this movie at, like, I think it was, like, episode two, when we were talking about the interviews, like. This movie was to show how far they had come with technology, yeah. so it yeah, was probably just, probably just
1: to be like, oh, yeah. "What we can do?" Yeah. <laughs> so we see Anakin's racing, and there's a few others on the tracks so as he's gaining on them, and he's gaining some speed. Um, then we see that there are some Tusken Raiders who are shooting at their at the racers, and Anakin's kind of like in the line of fire. Um, and I wanted to touch on who the Tusken Raiders are because they're named. Um, like the announcers are like oh like they've got some ba- I don't want to say surveillance but they kind of have eyes on like the racers So, like, they're all watching and, like, talking about what's happening when they're not right in front of them, like, in the stands. Mm. Um, So, according to the StarWars.com databank, Tusken Raiders, or Sand People, as they are sometimes known, wear abundant clothing to protect themselves from Tatooine's twin sons. The strong beings pursue a nomadic existence in some of Tatooine's most desolate regions. They fear little, and they make sudden raids on local settlers. Ah. Um, So, we see them, like, in New Hope, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Rebels, and the Mandalorian. Yes. um is this who um he was with when they had to like get that thing that was underground that makes no sense at all but on am in the mandalorian do you know what i'm talking about where like uh, he was trying to like the, work with them and the other guys were like no
0: basically like the, the tremors thing yeah <laughs> um i can't remember i remember, I remember the i remember the dude with the With Boba Fett's helmet. Yeah. So the locations, according
1: to the databank, Tatooine weapons, they have um, a Tuscan ballista uh, and a Gatterfee stick. Gatterfee stick. Mm, Sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Um, So then it cuts back to, like, they're back at the starting slash, like, finishing line, and you see that Cuadoneros' racer kind of blows up in a way where it, it breaks apart not so much like a of like flame and smoke so much. Um, and he goes flying. So I also looked him up and on the, um, <laughs> on the data bank, his Dude. first name is Ben. It's so a good old Ben, good old Ben. Yeah, okay. The, the pudgy. That's actually where I think Ben Solo's name came from. Oh my you know. gosh. <laughs> The pudgy comic-faced Ben Quineros was a rookie pod racer who claimed he came from the mysterious Tund system. Huh. He competed in the Boonta Eve pod race that saw the liberation of Anakin Skywalker from slavery. Ben was largely inexperienced and was quite terrified of the Boonta race. <laughs> At the start of the race, his engines wouldn't even ignite. It was not It was not until most of his competitors were already heading towards their second lap that his four engines did light just as his power coupling shorted, sending the rockets flying about the arena. And hilarity ensues. (laughs) This is the only place that we see him, according to StarWars.com. It says affiliations, the Boonta classic pod racer, it's a pilot, locations, tonned system. His gender is male, his dimensions. He's 1.63 meters tall. Species is tongue, T-O-O-N-G. Tung? um, Tung? And he um, tried to race a pod racer and wasn't successful at it. Word to the wise. Sorry, Ben. Not
0: attractive.
1: <laughs> I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It looks like a rhombus. I almost called you not your name. <laughs> <laughs> I almost called you Jen. So <laughs> racers pass by going like on their second lap. So Balba is in the lead. Um, and another pa- pod racer, like you see his. Spot. I don't know if it gets damaged, but, like, he goes off to the side, like, you know, in a, in a race where, like, they go off to the side and, like, all they, they have, like, their um, team come out and they, like, do whatever they do. I don't watch races. Pit crew? Yes, thank you. I don't, I was like, I don't know what they're called because I don't watch them. But, um, so droids come out to, like, help him, but that one gets sucked up into, like, the engine, I'm guessing, is, I'm thinking, is that what was on the side? Anyways, obviously, that's going to destroy or damage his race or his pod racer a little bit more. Um, and then you can see him like, kind of like, Oh, I'm devastated. I can't finish the race. Well, he wasn't devastated, but he was like throwing his hands up and his hand was on his head. Like, so like I put oh, my no.
0: hands up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Anakin is making up for lost time and for lost ground. He needs to complete two more circuits is what, um, I think it was C3PO that says this, but he's moving fast. So like he's, he's, doing well uh, for what he started with. Mm-hmm. So he's doing some fancy flying and he's getting um ahead of like more people and he's close to Sababa who gets um, another racer out of the race by getting them to like crash their pod race. He like throw something at them and then they crash. And Jeez. some of that hits Anakin's racer. Um, and so he kind of needs to get like the damage of that on his racer fixed quickly so we can finish the race. Cause it's like, um, like the the metal that was connecting it's like uh, for lack of a better word like the tubing kind of gets disconnected so he has to get that connected back again so he's able to do it he gets the lines connected again um, and like some of the people that have like speed past him they he finally is able to once everything gets kind of like shifted back into place he gets in front of them again. Um, and then we see the Tuscan Raiders again start shooting at them, but he's made, he's able to get away mostly like undamaged. Mm-hmm. So now Sabalba is in the lead during the final lap, but he's followed closely by Anakin and soon they are neck Yay. and neck, but Sabalba is able to like throw him off track um, literally. But then Anakin is able to get back into the race and he gets ahead of Sabalba, but Sebulba like right behind him. Anakin has some things like f- something, something flies off of his racer. Um, And now his racer's not doing so great. So Sabalba's back in the lead. Anakin, honestly, like he just flips some switches and it looks like he's whatever, like for lack of better knowledge is like the power between the engines, like one was completely out because of the damage. And so he's able to balance it and then they're like able to fully work again. So he's able to catch up to Sabalba. They're kind of right next to each other. And they're like, whenever you see like a race and you see the two people are, like literally next to each other, they like start hitting each other on the side to like get them to like veer off. Um, but then they kind of get stuck to each other. So Anakin, then he gets speeds up. Um, and he then becomes like unattached to Sabalba's racer. But then Sabalba crashes his racer. Ergo Anakin wins. Everyone's cheering. He has won. The race, what, who, Watto, not too pleased. Um, And like Qui-Gon and like all of the people, like Qui-Gon and, um, you know, Shmi and all those, Padme. Although I don't know that it's her, are down there and he puts them on his shoulders like they're very happy. So then it cuts to them like inside the building. Anakin's new friends and his mother are there congratulating him. Um, his mother tells him that she's so proud of him and that, you know, he has brought hope to those who have none. So then the scene cuts mm-hmm. to Wado, who, uh, is not pleased with Qui-Gon Jin. He says that he knows that Qui-Gon must have known that Anakin was going to win, but he has lost everything because of him. Um, and Qui-Gon, cause he's like, dude, I lost. And I it's can't. your fault. Like, you know, you swindled me. And he was like, whenever you gamble, my friend, eventually you lose. Um, so Qui-Gon partner. then tells him, like, okay, so bring the parts that they need to, like, the hangar where their ship is waiting. He goes, and then I'll come by and collect the boy, like, a little bit later on. Um, and Watto's like, oh, uh, because it's not a fair bet, Anakin's not going anywhere. Like, you're not getting the boy. So then Qui-Gon's like, oh, is that, is what's going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's true, I'll just go to the huts and tell them all the stuff that's happened. Yeah. So he threatens him with, you know, the huts. Not pizza, but, you know.
0: <gasps> I was going to say that. <laughs> Now I really want a personal pan pizza. Oh gosh, I've read enough books.
1: <laughs> I don't know if my school did that because I don't remember. I'll have to ask my. I love friend. book it. Um. So then Waddle just was like, "Fine, take the boy. Whatever. Like, not going to get into it." I
0: hate the way they're talking about him. I know. It's I don't care so because it, they never
1: say his name. They just say the boy.
0: I hate it so much.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Um. So now Qui Gon is back. Um. It cuts to him being like outside the ship. And he tells Obi-Wan that they now have all the parts that they need to fix the ship, but he has to go back for one more thing. He's like, I have one more responsibility I have to do. Um, and Obi-Wan goes, why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? It's like, "Oh," But like the way that he doesn't correct him when he says that, which is kind of sad as well. So Qui-Gon is like, well, like the boy's are the reason why we have the parts basically to, to leave anyway. So like I have to go back and get him. But like you don't correct him and be like, well, he's not a pathetic life form because... They're, that's not a thing. I don't know. If this was planet Earth, all humans, no human is pathetic. Anyways, so Anakin and Qui Gon, um, you see them like run into his mom, like his house, and they have sold his pod racer. So they give he gives his mom like the money from it, and Qui Gon tells him, or gives him the news that he's no longer a slave. Obviously, Anakin is very happy about this. He can finally make his dreams come true. Um. Shmi asks Qui-Gon if that means that he's going to become, I almost said a Harry Potter word. If he's going to become a Jedi, I almost said Animagus because I don't know. (laughs) That's the kind of life I lead. Um, So Anakin is happy, but Qui-Gon kind of warns him and he's like, Hey, it's not easy being green, nor is it easy to become a Jedi. It comes with its challenges. It's a hard life. Um, So he's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he would have given him the option, but he's also being like, I'm warning you now, like this is not an easy road. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, we majority of people have seen the movie. So we know where, <laughs> where his life is going. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not easy. Uh, so he responds saying like, but it's his dream to be a Jedi. He's dreamed of this for years. Mm-hmm. So then Anakin asks his mom, which kind of is like, she's like the path has been laid out before you. It's your choice. Like you can choose if you want to go with them or not. So he does want to do it. Um, but he has to like pack before they leave. So he goes, he runs to go pack, but then he like kind of turns it around and asks about his mom. Um, but we find that Watto didn't free her. We also kind of knew that wasn't part of the deal. Yeah. Um, so she can't go with him. So then he's like realizing he's going to have to leave his mom and he doesn't want that to happen. And he doesn't want things to change. And she's like, you can't stop change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. Um, so, like, obviously it's like a bittersweet moment where, like, she knows that he's going to go off or she, I should say, she's hoping he's going to go off and have a better life um, being free. Eh, I mean, yes, he is free, but also there's, like, some constraints of being a Jedi slash being a Sith guy, but whatever. It's just a different a, kind of... Just a Sith guy. Just a different kind of thing, you know? Um but she's also, she's grateful that he's going to have this opportunity to, to no longer stay where they are at and be no longer a slave. So he goes to pack. Shmi thanks Qui-Gon. Um, and they have like a little moment of like acknowledgement of what's going to be happening. And mm-hmm. it cuts to Anakin is. Um, I love this. In the room, and he turns like he's talking to C-3PO and he asks him basically like, can you finish me first? <laughs> um, and cause also, R2 told him he was naked. Yeah. He, <laughs> he first is like, Oh, cause he goes, Oh, I'm leaving. I'm going to become a Jedi. And he's like, well, I wish you well, but could you finish me before you go? And he's like, well, I'm sorry that like, I couldn't finish you, but, um, he's like, I'll make sure that my mother doesn't sell you. Basically is what he tells him. Um, and she doesn't sell him cause he goes with her when she marries Lars, according to the internet. <laughs> and uh, and I mean, spoiler. obviously, we're gonna see him later, anyways. Um, right. And he'll be clothed. So Anakin and Qui-Gon start well, walking away,
0: metalled or something,
1: huh? He'll be metaled. Yeah. <laughs> He's clothed in the metal arts. So Anakin and Qui-Gon they start walking away from her home from from Shmi, um, but Anakin stops. He turns and he runs back to his mom to say goodbye one last time. One last
0: time. It's so sad. It is really kind of sad. It's super sad. So Anakin goes back to hug his mom, and he tells her that he just can't do it. He can't go. And Anakin asks if he's ever going to see her again. And Shmi says, you know, what does your heart tell you? And he's like, I hope so. Yes, I guess. So he, like, he like doesn't really know what to say. Because I feel like we all, like, feel in this moment, like, this is probably going to be it.
1: Well, we know... That they do. Because I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, does he? Because we know that she doesn't, um, she doesn't mean a nice end. Well, at least it gives her a few moments of peace before she goes. But,
0: but like in this moment, he probably feels like this is probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so he promises that he will come back to her. And she said, be brave and don't look back. What is she telling to be? La da 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 be brave. Be brave. Shout out to (laughs) Tops. Another Disney favorite. (laughs) Genuinely I love that show. So I said tough as a mother, because that's that's a hard thing to do, is to let your kid go, but when you know it's the best for them, woo. Don't even want to think about it. Anyways, cut to Darth Maul and his little finder droids. And uh, then he gets on a really cool scooter. (laughs) i actually looked up i said i googled darth mall scooter and something popped up on amazon and i was like no way and then it was like a razor scooter that was like red oh my god <laughs> Like that's not the same did you ever have a razor, razor scooter i know mm-hmm. it's a little off topic but definitely not
1: my grandma one year bought a bunch of us razor scooters or maybe it was my mom i don't remember be yeah. careful her like Make sure that your ankle is nowhere near one, because if that hits your ankle, man.
0: Woo! Yeah. Woo! I'm not into scooters. I like bikes better. Okay. But also not really. Anyways, moving on. The <laughs> scooter is called a Bloodfin Speeder. And so it's a personal Sith Speeder of Darth huh? Maul. And it says it was a modified Razalon FC20 Speeder Bike. I think it looks like it. Honestly, if you pull this picture up from like, if you put it in the star Wars wiki, Uh, it looks like a a crescent moon with claws.
1: This (laughs) is a different kind of scooter than I was expecting. This is like, a um, looks like a scooter to me. It doesn't, it looks like a, um,
0: bike, like a motorcycle. It looks like a crescent moon with claws. I mean, sure. All right. So it was named after an animal that personified a Sith Lord in Maw. Mosque- Do you malls? see this? M- under, I said Ma.
1: Under rolls, it says personal transport. Reconnaissance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so the speeder is named after a fierce aquatic hunter that he had once encountered and fought on an ocean world in the Outer Rim Territories. Bloodfin speeder. There you go. So he's cruising along. And then we cut back. Two, Anakin and Qui Gon, and now it's a lightsaber battle. Anakin ducks. Qui Gon and Darth Maul start fighting, and Obi Wan has the ship take off. And then Qui Gon does a sick Jedi jump, and huzzah, we're safe for now. And we're left with like this image of Darth Maul just like he like turns his lightsaber off pretty much, and it's like Zoom! and he's looking out and watching the ship fly off. And honestly, it's a really cool shot, and you can tell that he is pissed. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan and Anakin are there and Qui-Gon's like panting. It was took him by surprise. He doesn't know who it was, but he knows that they were highly trained in the Jedi arts. And then Anakin's like what are we gonna do about it? and I love his spirit. He's like ready to solve some problems already, and I'm here for it. okay, so
1: I need to ask a question,
0: oh sure, about
1: yep. star wars
0: yeah, what so they're gonna
1: they're gonna talk shortly i'm I'm thinking we're gonna get to that in this section. I can't remember how far I watched today, how they're talking about like how the 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 Sith have been gone for like however many years millennium but like have they really or did they just come back because who, did someone a Jedi start the Sith again. Like who? Cause it's Palpatine, but it's also Darth Sidious, right? Darth Plagueis. So Darth Plagueis was before Darth Sidious.
0: See, I don't know all this. Is there no picture? So Darth Sidious,
1: Darth Plagueis was a force sensitive moon, mun male, dark Lord of the Sith and master of the Darth Sidious. He acquired considerable knowledge of the Force, but was ultimately betrayed and murdered by his own apprentice. Ugh. In accordance with the rule of two, mm. Sidious later recounted the tale of his master's demise to lure the Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker to the dark side of the Force. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if we, so we never really see him, but I guess that's that's. So in my mind, I was thinking like, because I again, I can't keep these people's names right. So I was thinking, like, whoever taught Sidious slash Palpatine... Right. ...was the first guy. Yeah. Um.
0: All right. So Anakin is like, what are we going to do about this? And Qui-Gon's basically like, nothing. We're going to be patient because he doesn't know what's happening. And I said, dude, I am impatient. And we can't be patient. Because we got to know. But we can't. Because we got to know. I wish. But Qui-Gon says... You know, whoever it is, they're probably after the queen. And then introductions are in order. Anakin meets Obi-Wan. They shake, and Anakin is so cute. Just so cute. It's okay. Cut to the governor. And what I called in my mind when I saw them walking together was a nematode. Oh, my gosh. That's not it. Nematodes are actual things, but what I was thinking of... Was from the '90s show Doug. Anyone? Yes. <laughs> so it came to my mind. It's actually like season one of Doug, and it's um, the episode is called Doug Bags and nematodes Anyways, I was just thinking of nematodes when I was when I saw him. But Newt Gunray, if you didn't know who I was talking about, the governor is talking to um, Newt Gunray, and he's. Gunner's in this chair that's a little disturbing it's like got like these feet it's like walking and it, and it says that the queen is lost and the people are starving and you governor you're going to die pretty soon too and then two droids take the governor away and the little the droids with like the longer nose um i forgot what they were called but they're just battle droids and so the battle droid tells Um, Newt Gunray, that they have the troops ready to search the underwater villages for them, them being like the two missing Jedi and the Queen and all that stuff. Then we cut back to the ship and a transmission comes in from the governor and Jar Jar is sleeping, per usual. And the governor talks to Padme and tells them that the death toll of their people is catastrophic and they must bow to their wishes, AKA the nematodes and that she must contact him. And so Anakin's also in this room and he's sitting there and Padme notices him and she's like, are you okay? And he says that he is cold. And she was like, yeah, you're from a planet with two suns. You're going to be pretty cold. And so she covers him up and then they have a conversation and she's like, people are suffering and dying and the queen's sad about it. And it's just, it's like a nice little friendly moment between them. And we find out that Anakin has made Padme something that he carved out of a Ja'Pur snippet. Cute. Making gifts. So it was a good luck charm given as a gift to Padme by young Anakin Skywalker while they were traveling to Coruscant aboard the J-Type 327 Nubian Royal Starship. In thirty-two BBY, I don't know what BBY stands for. Well, that's their year thing, I right? I know, but what does it stand for? You look Baby that up. Star Wars. Hmm. You
1: look that up. Battle of Yavin. Yavin.
0: Yavin. Okay.
1: And then BB stands for before the Battle of Yavin. Got it. And Aby stands for
0: after the Battle of Yavin. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, you want for some sadness?
1: Some Always sa- and forever.
0: Some sadness and spoilers. Yo. Yes. 13 years after Skywalker gifted it to her, Amadala still had the Japur snippet in her procession, kept in a box along with Skywalker's Padawan braid. Not weird at all.
1: Well, I mean, don't a lot of moms, or I shouldn't say just moms, but parents uh, keep, like, the first lock of the kid's haircut. That's not a mom and son situation. I know, but, like, you're keeping, like... A piece of him. Like, you're, you grow out the beard... Not a beard. A beard! <laughs> you, grow, you grow out the little tail because you're learning, and then you learn stuff, and you cut it off. And you're like, oh, you're no longer a Panama, and you're
0: growing up. Sure. <laughs> so she privately wore it whenever she was with her husband. Did she wear the
1: um, Japur snippet, or did she wear his braid?
0: <laughs> the snippet, I hope. Um... So while she lay dying following Skywalker's fall to the dark side of the force, and after giving birth to their children, Luke and Leia, Amidala gave the Japur snippet to Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi, Skywalker's former master and the future master of her son, to keep for her. However, Kenobi did not understand the significance of her gesture, only understanding Amidala's basic feelings about it, and returned it to her. After her death, Amidala's body was held body held the Japur snippet during the funeral procession and it was buried alongside her body that's some sad tweets yeah so this is the moment with it and you do see um uh there's a picture on the internet highway of her like laying there at her funeral and she's wearing it Show oh, right incredibly there Incredibly sad. yeah it's, it's super duper sad super so, moving on. You
1: wanted to say c bear De bear c bear
0: de bear Shout out to Tots again. They should do a Tots podcast. So,
1: <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's only two seasons. Um, yeah, but so, there's like 24 episodes in each season. That would be for I'm not starting
0: a Tots <laughs> podcast with you. <laughs> Anyways, this little token... Um this poor <laughs> snippet is so that she can remember him uh he says and it will bring her good fortune remember me and she tells him that you know many things are going to change when they reach the capital and they care about each other in a friendly way at the moment but they're both really sad and it's a sweet bonding moment cut to Coruscant. hello palpy you don't s- don't call Super him that. Super guy. <laughs>
1: you, could, you could say that word.
0: I don't care. Uh, I could, but I won't. And so they, they land and they're greeted by a good old Palpy. And he S- said that they were very concerned about her because the communication breakdown, a.k.a. there were no transmissions. You probably shouldn't call him
1: Palpy because that is making him seem like he's less of a threat than he is. And he's
0: pretty f- terrible. I've seen what he becomes. Yeah.
1: A marionette i'm calling i got no strings to to hold hold
0: me down down. (laughs) there's more disney (laughs) anyways he wants to hear her views on the situation and you know we meet supreme chancellor Valorum. and i wanted to look that name up didn't i
1: call him like valium or something
0: Who knows what you do? Ah, Gearsh. So this is from boards.theforce.net under threads under Chancellor Valorum's name, origin. Chancellor Valorum's full name is Finnis Valorum. In Latin, finnis is a noun meaning the end or finish. The word Valorum is... It says genitive case. I don't know. But essentially... The word means valor or honesty, oh. and so the end of valor, because they gonna kick him out <laughs> in like five minutes. So wah, wah. It's, a, it's a super sad tweet when they're when she's like a vote of no confidence. He's like genuinely shocked. I mean, we'll get there, but anyways, everyone's stressed. They're like calling a special session of the Supreme Court. And Qui-Gon says um, that their situation has become more complicated and Anakin's like walking away with Padme and he seems to hear. So he like stops talking and then he looks at Qui-Gon. He's like, they like motion to each other. It's really cool. He's like, should I, should I go with Padme? And then Qui-Gon's like, yes, go. And then it's, it gets, it gets weird for a second because they're in this little thing and Anakin is sitting by Jar Jar And Jar Jar's, like, talking about the Queen, and he says that she's pretty hot. Pretty hot. Who was saying that? Jar Jar. (laughs) I was like, okay, you weirdo. She's pretty hot. I don't care for that kind of language. Mm, Pity hot, though. All right, so Palpy is talking. He says that the Republic isn't what it once was. The Senate is greedy. There's no interest in the common good. Palpy thinks that the Senate won't help. The bureaucrats are in charge now, and he suggests a stronger new chancellor. <clears throat> Yourself, we all know where you're going with this. But he wants the queen to call a vote for, of no confidence in Valorum. The only other option is to submit a plea to the courts, but um, queen says the courts would take too long. In the meantime, people would just be dying. And so Palpy is like, you know, maybe you could just accept Federation control for the time being and just not fight it. And she's like, hard no. Anyways, we've got to call a session, right? But before we do that, let's cut to the Jedi Council. Hmm. I have a lot of feelings about the Jedi Council. I, we won't get into them in this episode because we're just not there yet, but I have a lot of feelings. Qui-Gon is telling them that... um. It has to be a Sith Lord that he encountered on Tatooine. So we're going back. So he's talking about, you know, his little fight with Darth Maul. Impossible. Impossible. The Sith have been gone for a millennium. And this is Mundy that says this. So he's the guy with the really tall head. Reminds me of Coneheads.
1: Oh, I had to think about mm-hmm. who you were talking about. I was like, Wow.
0: And then All Mace right. Windu says, I'm tired of these mother-effing Sith. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm this mother-effing planet. <laughs> so he says that he's like, he's so confident in what he said. I'm like, no. He's like, I do not believe that the Sith could have returned without us, quote, being the Jedi Council. Knowing that, about it. And he's talking directly to Yoda. He's like, that couldn't be back without us knowing. Buddy! But that's like so. Like you're thinking that's way too high
1: of yourself. Correct. And, like, not not giving enough credit to other human. Well, not humans, but like other life forms of being able to do these things. Like it's bogus. It's literally they're right under your noses, and you just don't smell their stink yet.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Yoda does say something. He's like, "Uh, it says that the dark side's you know hard to see." So kind of like, eh. Maybe you're right, Miss Windu. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. Who knows? How would you go to say that? Huh?
1: Right, you may be. Or wrong, you may be.
0: You cannot be both. There is no both. There is no both. So um, they will discover, you know, who it is eventually. And Obi-Wan goes to leave. So they're they're like, yeah, no, we're going to discover who this guy was. Leave it to us. The council knows best. So Obi-Wan.
1: The council knows best, man.
0: Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are standing in the middle. And Obi-Wan goes to leave. And Qui-Gon's still standing there. And he'll just like, you got more to say, don't you, Qui? And Qui-Gon's like, he says he has encountered a vergence in the Force. And I didn't know what that meant. But it says the simultaneous movement of the pupils of the eyes toward or away from one another during focusing the direction in which a fold is inclined or overturned. Mm -hmm. And so Mace Windu is like, located around a person? He's shocked. Qui-Gon says it's a boy. And he's like, highest midichlorian count ever, higher than you, Yoda, so suck it. Possibly conceived by midichlorians. Well, we find out later. And Windu asks us if he's referring to the prophecy about the one who will bring balance to the force. Reveal your opinion is. So.
1: (laughs) But do you think this is true? Like, I mean, because we know we kind of know, like, the whole story. Chosen one. And it's not Harry Potter in this story. But, like, does, I mean, I guess technically he does help bring about balance to the Force, right? At the very end, but it's really, like, the grandchildren. The grandchildren. Because it's his, his grandson, right, if y'all don't know, is Ben Solo, right? And Palpatine's granddaughter is Rey, Make that what you will. Whatever. But they they bring... do our, Is that what happens at the end of the ninth movie? They bring the balance back? I don't know. Straight up. I don't know. We'll find out. Prophecies, man. Is it even like a real thing?
0: It's prophetic. I don't know. Anyways. Are there any
1: glowing balls that have the prophecy hidden in... The if they're there, Department of Mysteries. They're dusty. Hall of Prophecies.
0: Halls of walls of balls of prophecies.
1: Um, They have their own ball pit on Coruscant. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) So basically, what Yoda's talking about is revealed. Your opinion is is that Qui Gon thinks that he should be trained, Anakin. That is Mm -hmm. to be a Jedi. And so they're, like, trained to be a Jedi? What? And so uh, Mace Windu's, like, shaking his head. And they're, like, well, let's see him. Let's see this this boy. I was, like, why is such an attitude, you snap? But
1: I wonder if they're thinking, like, because Anakin, not Anakin, Qui-Gon has mentioned, like, had he not been so far out, like, in the Outer Rim, that they, we would have felt him and like brought him when he was a babe, blah, blah, blah to the Jedi temples and tr- started training him then. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they normally do, but like part of me thinks that like, cause I feel like they almost kind of believe like the force is going to like your path is going to be like what your path is kind of thing. Like there's no, mm-hmm. not, there's no changing it, but it's kind of like whatever's meant to be is meant to be. And he like Anakin has like a high, as we've talked about a super high midichlorian rate, off the charts. So like if it's so high, if he was supposed to have been trained as a child, he would have been seen.
0: Let's talk about this for a second because I like what you said. He was out. He was out. He's right, out there. Mm-hmm. Tatooine, right? Outer rim. It just goes to show that if the Jedi council didn't notice him, mm-hmm why Why would it be any different for them not to notice a Sith Lord? Correct. You know? Because realistically, too, though,
1: did they not feel it? Because, like you said, like, they're not feeling Sith Lords. They're not feeling him all the way out there. And his, again, Vediclorian rate is super high. Mm-hmm. Or was something hiding, like, kind of cloaking him so they aren't feeling it around? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you do think, like, okay, if they just didn't see or didn't feel him out in there, how many more people are there, Are they missing that do have these capabilities where, like, they're Force-sensitive or they're able to use the Force Yeah, and they're not being trained? And you can even think, like, that in and of itself is kind of, uh, I don't know if the right word would be prejudiced, but, like, biased for sure against who they're taking with them because of where they're located.
0: Mm. Stinking Jedi Council, man. Yeah. Well. Wow. <sighs> Anyways. We're cutting. To Anakin. He's trying to see Padme, and Padme's not there. The queen is there and says that Padme isn't here. She's, you know, out on an errand, and Anakin says that he just came to say goodbye, and they're like, cool, we'll tell her you said peace out. That's pretty much what they
1: said. They're like, her heart goes with you or something. The way she speaks when she's the queen
0: is like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I can't handle how you speak. But, like, the, the interesting thing is, is in the next scene she's dressed as queen at the Senate because you can see emotion in her face. It's different than what are they? What is it called? When she's the queen, but not the queen. When she's like the handmaiden.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Is it a robot? (laughs) No, that's just her, like her not body double, but like whatever. I know.
0: (sighs) What's it called? Now I feel like an idiot. Anyway, look it up. But you can tell that it's like she's actually in her queen ensemble because she's she shows like sadness and emotion in her face when you know well we'll talk about it. anyway so we're cut to the Senate, um, Palpatine's cool little pod moves out and he's talking about the taxation of trade routes and that's now engulfed their entire planet. In the oppression of the Trade Federation, the queen, who I think is actually Pad like Padme now, you know what I mean? It's all confusing. Shows up to speak on their behalf. Everyone's like, there's no way. There's no proof of droid invasion. The nematodes are pissed. And the people from Malastare are like, we stand with the Trade Federation. And I'm like, w- what's your planet, man? So it's a forest planet located in the Malastare system of the mid rim, situated along the Hydean Way. Its core was home to large reserves of Malastarian fuel, a toxic fuel found only there. And it's the homeworld of the Dug species. We talked about the Dug peeps. We, we talked about nematodes, we talked about Dug. <laughs> no, genuinely. No, I talk- I know. Okay. Someone a racer, right? Someone's a dog? Yeah. do 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 Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. That's that. Yeah. There's also... Um, so during the Clone Wars, Malastare was the location of a battle between the Galactic Republic and the Confederacy of the Independent Systems over the planet's fuel reserves. Ain't that always the case? And the battle awoke a creature known as the Zillow Beast, which the Republic successfully neutralized, leading to the Dug Council to sign a treaty with the Republic, allowing them to access their fuel reserves. I apologize if that was a spoiler for you, but, you know, everything's for a game. We're spoiling things for ourselves because I haven't seen Rebels. Anyways, um, so the Queen is like, no, we're going to resolve this now. We're not going to wait. There's not going to be a committee. And she's strong as she says this. And she's like, I suggest new leadership. I, vote. I want a no-confidence vote for Chancellor Valorum. And he's, like, shocked. And so everybody's like, vote now! Vote now! So they're going to vote. But we're going to cut back to Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan, and this, I hate this, thinks that Anakin is too old. And later on Yoda says this, too. And Qui-Gon is all like, nope, he will become a, a Jedi, and Obi Wan talks about like how he wishes that Qui Gon would just you know listen to the council. That's why he's not on the councils because he you know g- goes off and does his own thing. And it's like sometimes you just gotta do what you know is right, and that's what Qui Gon does. I wonder how different it would be if
1: Qui Gon doesn't die, didn't die. You know what I mean, buddy? Because like I wonder if. You know, they, I I think they can see that um, because he has grown up with attachments and with Mm -hmm. the way he does that, that kind of fuels his resentment and his anger, his being Anakin's and that's going to help kind of break, um, break him into becoming Darth Vader. But if he had someone like in his corner from the beginning, like Qui-Gon, even though like I don't. I hate to say this, but I don't always love him. Maybe it's because of the Jedi part. I mean, he is a Jedi where he's very, almost like emotionally detached and I don't care for that part of him. Mm-hmm. Um, But like if, if they, if Anakin had someone in his corner the whole time being like, no, he's not too old. And yes, he has these things that like we can work on getting his anger on, con- under control. And, you know, he is valid in like what he feels, but what, what, Palpatine does and what people a lot of people in power do when they have these situations where people are like afraid or they're angry they just kind of put fuel on the fire and they're like they're just going to hype them up and be like yes this is exactly what you need to be feeling and I can't believe they would do that to you and what Mm -hmm. are you going to do about it and can you believe that they would say this and they're not going to let you do this and like just kind of tell him what gaslighting yes a thousand percent T- like Palpatine is using um, Anakin just as he's saying the Jedi council is using him. Mm-hmm. And I, don- I mean, not to say like the Jedi council was a hundred percent correct in what they were doing to him either. Yikes. Um, You know, it was just like the perfect storm to, to create Darth Vader, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. And we talk about detachment and I just wonder like, well, what what could people be if you didn't stick with these old Jedi ways? Mm-hmm. What could he have been if you if you helped him, you know, hone in on those attachments and how better to deal? I hate, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but deal with your feelings mm-hmm. on things, and, and clearly, it completely backfires. I
1: I can understand, like in in series like these, when it's like a book or a movie or whatever and and a lot of times when they're talking about these things and they're saying like they don't want you to form attachments because one that's one thing that your enemy can like they're going to go for for first is mm-hmm. they're going to get the people that you care about or they're going to do something something about you care about or are you willing to like almost like for the greater good are you going to like save a burning building full of people or your loved one is, like, in this point. You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to choose? And and a lot of times, I think the Jedi are, like, whatever is going to happen. Like, you save as many people as you can, regardless of who gets hurt in the process of your... You know what I mean? Like, kind of one of those things. Like, you don't... They want to take emotions out of it, and you just got to do and think mm-hmm. what's the best solution. And sometimes the best solution ends up having things that, like, hurt. You know what I mean? Like, a loved one you care about dies or... Gets injured or whatever else. Or like your hometown suffers, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just ugh. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. Um, Qui-Gon was like, he's going to do what he must. And then Qui-Gon looks at Obi-Wan. He's like, you still have much to learn. Yeah. And that's, that's the end of the next 30 minutes. Yep. Yeah. If you would like to send us an email for our discussion episodes, which we haven't had one yet, but we shall, um, you can find us at thepadawantransmissions at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at thepadawantransmissions. And we are also on Twitter at tpt underscore 327. Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. And me, I'm Tiffany. I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at TiffSwish underscore Flick. Yes, I like Harry Potter too. Gosh.
1: Um, I have started reading a Star Wars book, (laughs) Um, the Ahsoka one. So if you guys have any book, I know, I'm sorry. If you have any book recommendations, let me know. um, Because once it hits April, I might start buying new books. I also have some Star Wars books I want to go through, too. but
0: Goodness gracious. I like to read. All right. Would you like to know how to be more Vader? Uh, sure. Look at this hottie. Hello. Benzolo. I'm pretty sure you showed me
1: his picture the last time. Did we? As well, yeah.
0: Well, he's up. <laughs> Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be, says Kylo Ren. Anywho, don't feel pressured by others' expectations. Everyone struggles at the start of their career, especially if they're under pressure to join the family business. Whether, you're your, grand- whether your grandfather was a Sith Lord, your mother helped, quote, save the galaxy with her stringent activism, or your father was a scruffy-looking nerf herder who couldn't hold down a proper job, don't be afraid to forge your own path. It's fine to sever ties completely. Even if that feels drastic. Good lord. <laughs> oh, look, it's Palpy. Palpy. He's Go on the next Palpy. one. Uh, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Did
1: you want... Um, well, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, hopefully you liked... I feel like our conversation was a little bit everywhere today, but that's what happens when you record like this. Um, <laughs> I am going to thank everybody for sticking it out and listening to us. Um, I hope you enjoy every little minuscule second that we speak to you about the stars and the wars that they have. I'm going to leave you with a quote from Amelia. So this is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Bud Dink is the one that I think that um, our governor sounds like. Don't you
0: think so? I don't remember what he sounds like. That's great.
1: I'll have to to look up a quote or like a thing on YouTube. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they procreate. How do you get more stars? A big bang.
0: (laughs) you're allowed to stay (laughs) that was really good